Welcome to the huddle with Mo and Low. Because some of the greatest life lessons happen in football, we turn that into a show. One, two, ready? Three. Huddles are a time to come together, to strategize, execute, spark creativity, learn, trust, grow, and share. So huddle up. Here are your hosts, Mo and Low. Welcome to the huddle with Mo and Low, where we discuss business and balls with current and former athletes. I'm one of your hosts, Monica D. Livingston, former professional football player and current speaker, business owner. And I consider myself to be a bit of a humorist. Um, I am here. You're hilarious. Thank you. I am here. You heard the voice with my <laughs> ever stylish, super popular. Y'all already know who she is. I mean, she's a DMV diva all on her oh own. Gosh. My wonderful co-host and friend, Lois Cook, is in the house. Hello. Hello. What's going on? I mean, Lois? I don't know about all of that, but yes, Lois Cook here, aka Low. Um, great to be in the huddle. We are so excited to be here. Yes. I am a social media influencer and a women's pro football player. You left that out. Tackle football, too, people. I wanted to put emphasis on it. That's why I yeah. wanted people to know it's with shoulder pads and helmets you out there doing the real no, thing. No, you. Well, yeah, I was, but that's old. <laughs> you, you currently are. Yes. I'm, I'm retired. Yes, I, I, I used old to school. do that. Right. Old school. Old school. OG. OG. That's right. I'll take that. I'll okay. take that. All right. <laughs> but you are currently still playing. So that is what is most I important. Am. And I always want people to know that it is real tackle football, shoulder pads and helmets, not the lingerie. I league. mean, it's no, I mean, well, that that's an arena football league anyway. Yeah. So that's a different game that's to true. me, in right, my opinion. Right. You don't have your trenches. You it's don't also have the nasty. O-line. It's nasty. You don't have your O-line, G-line. <laughs> Playing. Planning your draws. You don't nice. have sidelines. <laughs> They're still balling out. Don't do that. Now, they're still balling out, but it's a different game. I love to be 11 on 11, 120 yes. yards. Yes. Okay, and add those end zones in there. Getting dirty. We're going to have our, our first offense, defense uh, versus each other right here. Lois <laughs> said that they're still balling out. I think it's nasty when you play in your draws and your bra, play a tackle football. That's what I think. But um, that's just my opinion. Well, and they may not have been created by a football player, right? That's true. But they found the opportunity to play. They did. They did. And there are some fantastic athletes out yes. there. And I'm glad now that they have the opportunity to play in what I call, y'all can't see the air quotes, real league. And that is with shoulder pads and helmets and fully clothed. Um, <laughs> we're going to end up cutting this. So, I don't Mo. know if that's going to make it. Yeah, talk to me. Speaking of getting the opportunity to play football, why, uh -huh. how did you get into it? Uh, I was playing flag football in a very competitive women's league. Allison Hamlin and I, we got uh, recruited off the field. And Allison Hamlin, if you don't know, yeah, you franchise quarterback out, yes. of the Divas for for many many years. Amazing. Um, and we had been friends prior to that. We went, we were recruited off that field. We go to a DC Diva practice and or tryouts, or we watch a practice. Sorry, we watch a practice, and I go, eh, I don't know. Then we went to a game. And I said, oh, my gosh, this is incredible. This is really happening. And we never looked back. Yeah, was everybody had yeah. clothes. Yeah, everybody had clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> they were fully clothed. At that time, I wouldn't have minded if they were, but uh, right, things have changed now. So I'm settled down in my okay. life here. Settle okay, down. So. Settle down. None of that. No, but yeah. And how, like, how has football shaped your life? Oh my gosh. It is, it literally sounds so corny and ridiculous, but, and, and you know this, cause I want you to share yours too, but it has, it is, it is everything. The people that I talk to now yeah. are, uh, I met on that team. They are my very best friends. Um, she talking about me y'all. Yes. I'm talking about my, my wonderful co-host <laughs> <laughs> and others. Okay. And it has impacted me in terms of how to deal with people, how to, 
deal with adversity, conflict, all all that kind of stuff. It's just, you know, putting your best foot forward, maximum effort, uh, being coachable. All these things come out of football and and sports in general. And, and, And you know this. How did you get involved? Man, um, I was playing football with the neighborhood kids with my brother. Yeah. And, you know, my gra- I was raised by my grandparents, so she right. was like, if you're going outside, you got to take your sister with you. <laughs> so, yes, he took me everywhere. <laughs> um, well, he didn't, He may, maybe he didn't like it every time. But, um, yeah, I got to playing in the neighborhood with the boys. It was so much fun because right. it was like, I just had this energy where yeah. it was like, oh, you can just do anything yeah. you want. There's no rule. I mean, there's rules in football, but neighborhood football, R- there is no yeah. rules. So I'm out there jumping on people, pushing people, pulling people, <laughs> right? And they're like, okay, she's out here. She's playing right. she's with doing us, it. right? Um, my brother would throw me the ball. I'd catch it, score. You know, they might say they didn't want to hit a girl, but I think I was too quick for yeah, them. Yeah, they could catch <laughs> it. They gave me that same thing. My brother did the same thing, and I would get picked before him. See? And he would get so mad sometimes. Right? He's three years younger, oh but my. that's his excuse. But, yeah. you know, so you loved football from— Loved it so much from a, uh, from childhood. Yeah. And then I get to high school, which was my first introduction to organized football. We right. didn't have the right re- we didn't find it or anything like that. So it get to high school, I'm like, Coach, I want to play football. This is my— thing, you know, I do this, you yeah. know. He's like, no. And I'm right, like, just oh, flat out, no. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time, I didn't care. You know, like, to me, it was just normal. Right. So I didn't have that that thought process of, um, no, I want to play. This is, you know, yeah. pushing back on that. So I ended up being a cheerleader. What? Yeah. And I ran track. And the reason I ran track was because the coach said Nobody that gave me to- an option when they told me no to be a cheerleader. <laughs> One, two, three, let's go. Yeah, baby. Maybe we, we look different. Maybe. Aggressive. Okay. So. <laughs> Miss my cheerleading days, but yeah. Well, that's okay. You can do it now. You can do it now. It's not, it's never too late. <laughs> I'm going to buy you a, a, a cheerleading. I'm going to buy you a if cheerleading. If you buy it, I'm going to wear it in here. I, I will walk around yes, this whole will. station with it, show my it's, legs. It's coming. It's coming. So, yeah, so then I ended up loving it so much that I carried the ball around campus. I went to Clark Atlanta University, CAU. Okay. Um, and the security guard on campus ended up being the head coach. He recruited me to play quarterback, and I have not looked back. Wow. Well, I'll tell you, we're going to get more into us. I'm so excited, you know, first off, just to be here in uh, DC Radio studio. Uh, shout out to DC Radio. Yo, yes, yo what's up? Thanks absolutely. for having us. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> They're about you, sick of us now. We, <laughs> we just got here and wore out our welcome. <laughs> Dang. Right? Uh, but yeah, but keep I have, well, well, Let me go, just go, say, because, you it. know, you and I have been talking about yeah. this. You're, you're a speaker. You yeah. are traveling the country yep. and you're doing your thing. And, and I'm trying to do my thing, too. But We've you always are. known that we had something here, yes. so we finally put it together, and we're we're out here for you guys. So. I'm so excited, yes. and that's what it's about. We want to bring you information. It's not just Lois and I talking. We're going to bring you information that will impact your lives and make you score a touchdown, whether it's on the field, court sport, wherever you compete, or in life. We that's always right. say from the locker room to the boardroom. So we appreciate every, all your listeners. Keep coming back. Yes. That's it. Check us out on social media. And we're on media. social media. Yeah. Cleats and stilettos. Uh uh, Livingston 3636. Thank you. I got you covered. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our team captain today, Lois, I am super excited about is Maria Smith. Maria is a former Division I uh, athlete, played at the University of Illinois, Chicago. She's a basketball player there. Nice. She started out um, as a TV producer for, check this out, ESPN. 
Yes. The Oprah Winfrey Show. Okay. And did a little work with Judge Mathis. Um, and she's doing some other stuff. And her current title right now is Storyteller, where she shows up as a, this shows up as a freelance writer, consulting. She does um, helping people create content. And especially she's doing some work now with, with athletes and this whole, you know, name, image, and likeness thing. Mm. So I'm super excited for her. She's got some experience coaching uh, middle school basketball, AAU team. She's a director of Holy Innocence Youth Basketball. Basketball league. That sounds a little weird. Holy innocence, but we, we can Holy ask her. Holy innocence. We can ask her a little bit about that. Um, <laughs> she is a mother of four. Somebody. Okay. 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 Y'all gonna be friends, yes. uh, right? Y'all both be asking me to babysit. I'm not gonna be able to do it. <laughs> no, uh, we're sending the kids to you. <laughs> uh, okay. She is a mother, like I said, of four, and they all play sports. And she's also helping athletes um, find their brand. And so, Maria Smith, thank you so very much yeah. for being our team captain in the huddle today. How are you? Hey, Maria. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Gosh, when you put it all together like that, it sounds like a lot. Um, (laughs) It is a lot of great stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think I... Sometimes it's hard to take that like um, airplane view of your life, and then when somebody else says it back to you, you're like, "Huh, that actually sounds pretty good." <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I, that happens to me when people read my bio right before I get ready to speak. I'm always like, "Okay, what am I supposed to be doing with my hands here?" And then I'm like, I get on, and I'm like, "Well, most of it was true. That's what that's what I say." But it looks there like all go. all yours is true. But when you read your life like that, it does make it go, "Whoa, I did all that." But uh, yeah, it mm-hmm. it is a lot. It is a lot. So. Talk to us a little bit about specifically, um, you know, Mm -hmm. what you're doing to help athletes build their brand. Yeah, well, you know, I I, like you said, I was a a division one basketball player. And when I was in college, you know, like in the Stone Ages, um, we couldn't earn any money. (laughs) And so we I, I was getting my my tuition paid for books and housing, that kind of thing. But your scholarship didn't pay for things like like toothpaste or tampons or pizza on Friday night. And I didn't come from a family that was giving me money to supplement for those type of things. And so it was really hard. I mean, we were taking we'd get like meal money after a game instead of buying us a meal. They'd give us cash to to go buy it and I would be like okay this is going to be I'm going to save this all up and this is mm. I'm going to be able to buy you know whatever the the things that I actually needed not just the things that I wanted and so fast forward now with all this name image and likeness this NIL opportunities that are going on I love that athletes are not having to scrimp and really get taken advantage of by some of these schools mm-hmm. um, because now they can earn their own money and they can create businesses and become entrepreneurs right in college and not have to wait till that mythical time when they are able to transfer their skills to the pros if they're able to do that. So what I'm doing is I've always been a storyteller and I realized that I've told stories using video when I was at Oprah or at ESPN. I, I told stories using uh, the written word by writing for magazines, websites. And I realized that I can help other people tell their stories because I'm, I, if I can, you know, brag on myself, I think I'm really good at seeing what sort of taking that nugget out of 
of somebody and saying, how can we use your story to then collaborate with a brand or a company or, or something like that to, to be a mutually beneficial relationship. You're not trying to get over on anybody, but you're saying, oh, you're from, I'm from Wisconsin. So Mm -hmm. if somebody's from my area where I grew up, then you can say, oh, I think that this company here locally in this area might be interested in working with you just because you're from this area. And it doesn't even matter where you go to school or what team you're on or whatever, because you can bring a value to them by saying, okay, wherever you're at, you can link back to that or wear the gear or sell the merch or whatever it is. Um, But there's something about each person. Everybody has a story, obviously. And there's something about each of us that we can then use to link with with somebody else to get a collaboration going. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. No, it is. And it it takes you a long way, not just where you are today, but in life. And, you know, you make those connections. Um, Marie, I'm interested in more about this NIL business. (laughs) Um, Do you find that the NIL opportunities change the culture or the personalities of the athletes? Either in a good way or a bad way, but, you know, does it make an impact? Mm, Come on with it, Lois Cook. That's a question, Maria. (laughs) Well, I mean, it is. Here's, Here's what I think about that. I think that whether it's NIL or getting a job after college, you know, a nine to five type of thing, money amplifies whoever you are. So if you are a good person, if you are kind, if you'll give grace to others, if you give back, money will just amplify that. That part. Yeah. Um, if you're somebody who is a narcissistic or is self-centered, um, uh, not doing the right things by other people, teammates, coaches, the school in general, money's going to amplify that. Right. Yeah. So right. I, I think that, you know, it really, um, I hate to like give you both ways, but it really could go both ways yeah. just depending mm-hmm. on sort of who you are and um, what you're, what you're doing with money. Now I do think that there are some people who are 18, 19 years old who, who don't have the maturity right. necessarily to handle the money coming in. So you got to give them a little bit of grace if they make For some sure. poor decisions here or there. But I think generally speaking, um, I, I haven't seen now there's, you know, some instances, people, you know, uh, transferring schools and right. a little bit of, you know, issues with that. That's, I think the, um, the minority, you know, okay. um, I think most people, most of the deals that people are getting are not these seven figure deals. Mm-hmm. You know, most of them are small or merchandise only deals. Yeah, talk about that. Like that. Thank you for saying that. Talk about that because, you know, people see you know, LSU basketball. I'll just take that for, for mm-hmm. instance yeah. and, the, and the women's team. And mm-hmm. afterwards, I mean, I um, actually went to school with um Angel's uh, uh, mother, and we mm. we played together at UMBC, and it's just exploding for her. And I, I got an alert on my way in here that she's going to be included in SI Magazine, um, mm-hmm. you know, and she got a Mercedes the other day. And so I think a lot mm. of athletes see that. But talk about, mm-hmm. 
you know, it's that local where you can you can change your dynamic and change your 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 athletic experience at college. Right. What are some of the keys to finding some of these local deals? If you had to give two, like two or three tips for someone playing D2 ball or D1 Mm -hmm. baseball in a city, who should they be reaching out to? What are the top three things that they should they should be doing to, you know, get to get someone at that at their level? Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I think the the first thing to do is to know your story. What makes you different? What makes you unique? How do you stand out? Mm-hmm. And if they're, if you're on the basketball team and there's 14 other people on your team, what makes you different than everybody else on the team? Right. Everyone else can say they're a member of the team, but what, what, what's going to make you stand out? Second thing is, what do you like? Where do you go? Where do you want to hang out? Where, what clothes do you wear? What shoes do you like? What, you know, all those things, people think that they have to, um, these brands are going to come to them a lot of times, or it has to be, you know, I only want to work with Nike and Disney. Well, that's great. Um, but let's start with where do you, where did you go eat this week? Where, right. where, where, what store did you stop in on the way yeah. home from school, way to class, whatever, really digging down to that local granular level. And even, you can even just go on maps, Google maps in the area around the school, the area around, you know, your apartment or wherever right. you live and look at what's, what's there. What, yeah. oh, I didn't really notice that, that store right there, but they sell tennis gear and I play tennis, yeah. oh, there might be a, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there might be something we can do right here. And some of it people don't realize too, is that it's not always, you know, putting money, putting money in your bank account is great, but if it's something that you don't have to pay for. So, um, I, uh, work, I do a lot of travel writing. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm, um, working with universal Orlando resort and, so my family was able to go down to Universal and they paid for us to come down. They paid for accommodations and tickets and food and all these amazing experiences. It's like a VIP tour that we would never do on our own because I, w- I needed to experience it to write about it. Right. So they are paying me to write about it, but I got to have the value of this family vacation that would have been out of reach for me. Yeah. And that is Jeez. valuable to me. Now that might not be valuable to everybody. It's right. valuable might to say, Lois I and I. Can we that. go the next time that you go? Can I know we, we want to go too. We want to come to yeah. Universal. We, you. Right. We'll put this show on the road. Yeah. Girl, okay. <laughs> but that's, I think that's hey. so key because, you know, for my experience with, just social media, mm-hmm. just, you know, kind of bringing it there. Mm-hmm. What really is successful is when you're authentic and yeah. when you are genuine. Mm. So when you find something that you like, if you're able to really push on that, that area, then that people will see that. Right. You know, otherwise it feels phony, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Fake, right. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like, um, I'm not going to say it here, but like, let's say Lois got some turtle food. A company sent her turtle food. <laughs> I'm just going to say it like oh. this. Lois don't have a turtle. I don't have a turtle. You know what I'm saying? I used to have a turtle. Well, maybe that's why they said that. I had a snapping turtle. If you started talking on your social media about turtle food, I I would be in the comments like, she ain't even got a turtle, y'all. She don't have no turtle. You know what? You don't know that. You don't know that. I might have a turtle and you just haven't seen her yet. That would be a brand new turtle. She don't have a turtle, y'all. Her name is Snappy. (laughs) 
<laughs> Let me ask you this, Maria. I need some. I need mm-hmm. some tea. I, and, and I hate to do this, but you work on the Oprah Winfrey show and Judge Mathis show. Yes, Oprah is stand up. Judge Mathis show be a hot mess sometimes. Talk to me about the tea. I love him. I love him. I do. But talk to me about a little bit, T. How was your experience uh, working? And you can say with either one of those organizations, but those are some big names. So tell us a little bit about your, your experience and maybe the funniest or weirdest thing that happened in each, please. And it's just going to stay nice. right here between us in the huddle and everybody listening. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I, I will have to say that the uh, the Oprah show is very smart that they have everyone sign an NDA when you leave the show. So you can I can only say so much about it, but it was right. a it was an amazing learning experience. I'll tell you that. And Oprah is. I mean, I think most women would look to her as a role model. But because I was able to work with her on, I was there for. Well, over four years, mm-hmm. you know, an everyday basis. I mean, she was the boss. Mm-hmm. She, you know, you stood up a little bit straighter when she came in the room, right, for right. sure. But to be able to see just how she ran the company and how she got the um, network to promote the magazine and the magazine to promote the show and the show to promote the movies and, the, you know, all of that, all of those collaborations, she was so far ahead of mm. everybody right. um, doing that. And she, you know, and she, you know, she looked like me. She was, she wasn't born into this. She didn't, right. she didn't come from it. So it was, uh, in, you know, inspiring Absolutely. to say the least to, to be able to be in the same room with her every day. And I mean, there, it was, we did some, we did some cool shows, um, with some cool people <laughs> meeting, you know, Tom Cruise or, or Brad Pitt or, but I have to say the, the thing that my kids find the most exciting is that we did a show with the music. It was a, a bunch of different artists and destiny's child when they were still together okay. were, um, was on the show and, Beyonce's mother, um, which was getting the, getting the costumes together and she, there was something wrong with the costume. It wasn't, it wasn't, the zipper wasn't working, something like that. And she had to just sew Beyonce into the costume. So as I was talking to giving her, um, the run of the show and this is what's happening and this is how, you know, the questions we're going to talk to you about. Literally, her Tina is is sewing her into this costume, wow, and um, and that's you know like for my sixteen year old who who thinks I am not cool, cool in right. Least, you got a Beyonce that, story. That's right. the point. That's the <laughs> exactly. point right there. I will take that point all day Absolutely, long. I love it. What I heard out of it is <laughs> even Beyonce struggles. Sometimes I feel like somebody okay. need to sew me into something for sure. Can I have a walking story? I mean, <laughs> Uh, right right yes yeah yes and she you know she's amazing and you know all of that stuff but yeah it's it's it is those it's what you were talking about being authentic it's those real moments where they didn't they didn't have to have me in there while they were doing that you know they could have said give us a minute we'll you know you come back and talk to us and when we're all everything's all done but they were they were real and and authentic and in the moment I was just trying to get my job done. I was just trying to, you know, here, here, here's our talking points. Yeah. I got to go to the next guest. Right. Because, yes. You know, we got Alicia Keys down this, down <laughs> in the next room. We right. got, you know, like it's, it's, it's just, um, something that was, was, um, a cool thing to be able to say that I was part of, Absolutely. you know, cool. and 
Um, You're going to have to come back Judge and tell Math- us about Judge Mathis because Lois, somebody yeah. on Lois's yeah. page has a question Ooh. for you. Yeah, and that, I think okay. I got a feeling that's going to be a whole show. So you're going to have to come back for <laughs> no, that one. Absolutely. Because no, I still have, I got more questions about the Oprah show. So, okay. So we're going to do a really uh, rapid fire question yeah. here. We have a question from one of our listeners. And you okay. can give us your, your best 30 second answer. And then we're going to roll into okay. something else. So the question is. Um, do you think the sponsorships of women's sports will ever resemble that of men's? I mean, the the, the easy answer is probably not. Probably mm. not. However, I think that we can get closer to it. I think mm. we can get closer to equitability. And um, and I think that and there's some sports, women's tennis, right. soccer, some of those where we're really getting close to um, to being equitable. Yeah. But generally speaking, with I mean, just putting football into it, it's it's hard. hard you know, it's hard to compete with that. <laughs> I was I was just, I kind of jumped in my seat. You, you said, said the magic word. Lois went yeah. into a stance in here. Right. Let's go. Let's Let go. In, coach. Speaking of football, let's rock and roll with what we call here in the huddle our two minute drill. I'm gonna call out uh-huh. um, a list of things for you first. That'll be round one. You are not to give any explanation at all. You just have to pick one or the other, and then Lois will mm-hmm. finish up with round two of her. And then uh, we'll give you a couple of questions that you can give us a little insight on. But this one, the first one that pops into your mind, rock and roll with that answer. Are you ready to enter the huddle's two-minute drill? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. No explanation. This is going to be good. No, not just just one or the other. Here we go. Fly or drive? Drive. Baked or fried? Baked. Steak or salad? Salad. Money or time? Mm. Come on now, come on. Time. Time. <laughs> About to throw a flag. Okay. <laughs> Pie or ice cream? Ice cream. Saturday night or Sunday mornings? Saturday night. Okay, still out there in them streets. Treadmill or bike? <laughs> <laughs> Treadmill. Skydiving or kayaking? Kayaking. Hold sure. on for round two. Here comes Lois right, for round two. Hip hop or right. R&B? Hip hop. Book club or the club? <laughs> Book club. <laughs> Don't lie now. No, no, she talking about them Saturday nights. <laughs> Saturday night. She reading the, the book. She club. reading the book on Saturday night. Whatever. Go no, ahead. Can be <laughs> All right. Sports car or SUV? SUV. I got four kids, man. Yeah, absolutely. She got the extra large SUV. I thought maybe that's why right. she needed a sports car. Drive off sometimes. <laughs> Get out of there. Skirt. Take a class or teach a class. Mm. Teach a class. Beach or cabin? Beach. Hoodie yes. or suit? Hoodie all day. Mm. <laughs> Movies or play? Play. Bath or shower? Shower. Chocolate milk or white milk? Chocolate. All day, all day, all day. <laughs> yes. All right. Cook or take out? Cook. Pancakes or waffles? So waffles. Hard, so hard. It wasn't difficult for her. I know it wasn't. <laughs> I'm gonna stay over here. <laughs> we're going we're to keep it with breakfast. Sausage or bacon? I don't eat pork or uh, red meat. Okay. So, turkey bacon or well, turkey, turkey sausage. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll turkey take that. I'll take those off go. your plate when we go out to eat. Never mind. Slide it over here. Offense or defense? Defense. And chess or checkers? 
checkers. Oh, mm. nicely done. Thank you for playing uh, the, the mm, Huddle's yeah. two-minute round. We're going to get you out of here. I just have one other question for you, and then yeah. uh, we want to know where people can find you and next steps. So, but would you rather have, and this one you can give some explanation, a conversation mm -hmm. with your ancestors or future great-great-grandchildren? You tell us, and why. Huh. I think, well, I would, I would, my ancestors, I, I'm adopted. And so my history starts the day I was born. So I would love, would, 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 yeah, would love to know more about where I came from and who I came from and their stories. Nice. Nice. I love it. I yes. love it. I'm so undecided on that one, but you know, no, it's tough. Mm. It, it's it hard. Is. Yeah. Maria Smith, thank you so much for joining yeah. us today in the huddle. Uh, we want to know where everybody can find you, yeah. your your social media handles, your website. Talk to us. Yeah, yeah. So my my website's called Mamalicious Maria. Mamalicious. <laughs> yes. It's mm -hmm. something I aspire to. Aspire and inspire to. Okay. Yeah. Um and um Mamalicious Maria, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all of those good places. Um and yeah, check me out. We love it. Thank yeah. you so much, Maria. We have had a, a pleasure speaking with you today. And yeah. I have so many more questions. I know. Like, You're going to have to come back. Like, there's no, it, this just started the conversation. Is, exactly. Is I how I feel. Get into so. motherhood. I know. That's and, like, a whole Maria, other thing. Yeah. Maria, we got to talk. Yes. Yes. You can't see me, but I'm doing yes. the fingers can, to the eyes. Yeah, y'all can here. do that. Mm. I'm going to go to the restaurant. Like, yes. I, I see you. I don't see you, but I see you. <laughs> yes. I'm right. Exactly. Exactly. Mo, you got a dog. Yeah, dear. children, too. I do. They grown and old, child. Yeah. Okay. All right. I ain't watching them no more. Okay. Well, we're going to pass ours to you. So, Maria, thank you again. Thank you so much for joining us right here at the huddle. All right. Thank you. Take, Take care, now. All righty. Peace. All right. Bye. Bye. That was an incredible interview. I learned so much. I mean, she made me think about, like, getting my little brand together and Absolutely. getting some storytelling and finally listening to what you've been telling me. Right. But and I think it was really good for young athletes, to, especially sure. in college athletes, to think about how to buy those items. I mean, it's real right now. Yeah. This is happening. And she's going to take us to Disney World. So That's that's what I was counting on, too. Yeah. Well, anyway, we're yeah. going to take a trip to Disney World and come right back next week. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us right here at The Huddle. You are with The Huddle with Mo and Lowe. Peace. We out. You've been listening to The Huddle with Mo and Lowe podcast. For more information, visit BLEAV.com or click on the programs tab and the Huddle with Mo and Lowe page at DCRadio.gov. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.